told me to watch the screen, and that's when I know the video's done. It just got done, so I can start preaching now. All right, good, 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 good. A few weeks ago, if you'd like to open your Bibles, I need you to turn, you to turn all the way over to Genesis 1. Genesis 1. I, I, I turned 65 in September, and I decided I got 10, 15 years left. I also got some good medical care called Medicare. Yeah, baby. Now I go to the doctor and don't have to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? But I decided, you know, I got 10, 15 years. I'm gonna, I'm gonna preach this whole thing all the way through. Then they can't go to heaven and say, God, he didn't tell me. Because he could point back, no, 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 go look at that series. He, he preached all the way through. Now that means you got to put up with me probably not another 20 years, but you won't want to put up with me for another 20 years. But um, that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. But we started in Genesis 1.1, and it said, in the beginning, God. And that's kind of a reference that Elohim is the, is the Hebrew term, not that anybody really cares, but it's the Father. And the, and the Father has been here forever. And, and you have to understand, I can't fathom that, and we'll be here forever. And it, he, he just goes both ways forever. And then... The Son, because we know that it was Jesus Christ, because in John chapter one, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and he created everything that is. It says there ain't nothing created that he didn't create, okay? And I, I think the, the, the most important thing to understand there comes out of Hebrews 11, and, 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 and to understand, he created the heavens and the earth with a Word. And I think that's very important because so often when God comes in our lives, we look at our lives and say, man, I don't, I, how's he gonna do that? How's he gonna help me with that? How's he gonna pull that one off? You know, well, if he created the whole world by speaking one word, I have a feeling he can help me with my pitiful little problems, don't you? You know, so it, it's cool. So in the beginning, <coughs> God created the heaven and earth Verse two, it says, now the earth, now listen to this. The earth was formless. I can't get this thing to work. Thought I'd share that with you in case you cared. (laughs) It was formless, empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And sometimes I, I, I think of that verse and I, you ever been there in your life? You know, you've gone through something traumatic or something's happened or somebody's turned their back on you and, and done something bad or <coughs> kind of walked out of your life and you're like, wow, what was that all about? And you kind of feel awful and you kind of wonder what, what that was about. And you, you wonder, and I don't know about you, but I start saying, well, what did I do wrong? You know, how did I cause this? What, what, you know? And sometimes we just feel kind of empty. We feel kind of hopeless. We feel kind of helpless. We just, ah, what do I do with this? But the whole time, read the rest of the verse. 
God's Holy Spirit is hovering right over. I want you to hear that. Because let me be positive with you about something. Stuff is going to happen in your future. Aren't you glad you came to church to hear this positive word? You know, stuff's going to happen. People are going to burn you. People are going to leave you. People are going to do things that you just don't understand, you know? But the thing we have to hear and understand, even when that is happening, God's Holy Spirit, and this is the way they describe it, like a mother hen kind of covering and protecting her eggs and her chicks is hovering over your life. This is so important. This is so important. There are so many people who feel lonely all the time. You don't have to. Oh, but I've done bad stuff. Me too. My life is a mess. Me too. The bottom line is you need to understand, he never walks away from you. No matter what has happened or is happening or ever will happen to you. He's hovering. And I could get into all that. I could spend a couple hours just on the person of God's Holy Spirit. (coughs) But in verse three, (coughs) verse three, and God, there he goes again, said, this is so important for us to understand. Too often we think, well, you know, God's got to have all the props. You know, if my marriage is a mess, I got to go to this certain marriage seminar. And there ain't nothing wrong with marriage seminars. But the bottom line is, that ain't it. What's it is, God knows what's going on in my life. God knows why my marriage has been a mess before. Anybody else? You know, and he knows why. And usually it was me. Amen? Anybody else? You know? And, and the bottom line is, and, and it says, and God said. Now remember, everything was dark. Everything was lonely. Everything was empty. Everything was void. And God said, let there be light. I had a perfect <laughs> Usually when you walk in and it's dark out here, there's these little lights. We've got pictures of some of the children out here. It's really a pretty wall and everything. And usually there's these little lights that are on that. So when I come in, you know, I have some kind of light. Because you see, when, when you get old like me, you don't just trip. You know, you don't just bang your toe and think bad thoughts, all right? You trip, you run into stuff, you knock other stuff up. It's a mess. But I walked in here and there was no light at all. And so I'm, I, I kind of have an idea what's there because predominantly I put it there, all right? And so I, and finally I got to the wall And I turned that light on. And all of a sudden, I could see what was around me. All of a sudden, I could could see where to go. 
That's a good thing, you know, to know where you need to go. Because not knowing where you need to go, that's kind of scary to me. Because I've lived like that sometimes. Anybody else? Not really sure where I'm going to go, but I just kind of go. Ain't sure really where I'm going. So how do I know whether I'm going the right place? I don't. And I'm not sure how to get there. So I just kind of wander around. Anybody else ever wandered around? You know? So I turned that light on and all of a sudden the light came on. And there was light. In verse 4, God saw the light that was good. And he separated the light from the darkness. Now today, one of the things I see in our crazy world is we really want to not separate anything. You know, I, I laugh because people are going to be one of our Supreme Court justices and they say, well, what is a woman? And they don't know. Could somebody explain to me why we're making somebody that doesn't know what a woman is a Supreme Court justice? You know, we want everything the same, you know. There's no light and darkness. There's no difference between everybody. There's no difference in anything. The bottom line is everything's just kind of whatever. But God separated, discerned, made a difference between light and darkness. Let me ask you a question to go back to turning on the light. Is the light on in your life? This is important, you know, because who is the light? Jesus Christ is the light. You know, if you really want to know who you are and where you're going and how to get there, you need to ask Jesus Christ into your life and allow him to turn on his great light to shine in you and through you. You know, there's too many people that just kind of wander around, not sure. You know, I hear this, oh, I'm not sure what God will turn on the light. I'm not sure what God wants me to do. Turn on the light. And I'm not sure who I am. Turn on the light. The bottom line is the light wants to show you everything around you, how it's important, how not to be banging your head on the wall all the time. Somebody's please say amen, you know? And how to go where you are going. And this is so important for us to really begin to get. The other thing that God really wants us to understand, and please don't take this wrong, but the bottom line is he wants you to know whether you are the light or whether you are darkness. He wants you to know whether his light has actually been activated in your life or whether he has not. One of the problems I see in church today, and it really drives me slam crazy, is we want to make everybody feel good. The whole of the church, well, I go to church to feel better. Really, I go to church to worship God, find out where I'm wrong, and get it right. You understand what I'm saying? 
I mean, this, this feel-good thing, I'm not 100% sure where it came from. Mostly, we'll see churches that just want to make everybody feel good and, and feel like they're okay. Let me help you with something. Not everybody who calls themselves a Christian is a Christian. If the devil himself walked in these doors, you have to understand something. He's not going to come in here as some ugly, red, pitchfork sucker ready to get everybody. He's going to come in here as a what? An angel of light. You got to be very careful of that. Because there are people all over the place. They want nothing to do with God. They want nothing to do with church. They want nothing to do with any of that stuff. Because somebody told them they were a Christian. And what they were was a jerk. Somebody say Amen. There's a difference. You see, before you start trusting in and leaning on and following somebody, you need to really find out who they are. You wouldn't believe how many people have come in here and boy, they, they know all the words and they wear the right clothes and they've been the right people and they know the right preachers and all that kind of stuff. And man, all of a sudden I'm leaning on them and all of a sudden they're gone. Or they do something really stupid. And guys, this is important for us to find out. Is this person light or is this person darkness? And this is very, very, very important for us to know. You know? But God came into a very lonely, hurting world. And he separated light from darkness. He separated Sin from holiness. Now, holiness, if you hear the word holy, what that means is it's like God. It's walking in the footsteps of God, you know? And anybody who is a Christian, they have a passion for that. You understand what I'm saying? You know, somebody, they call themselves a Christian because they want to go to heaven, but the reality is they have no passion to get into the word of God and find out who God is so they can walk and talk and live like him. If you're in the light, you want to know. You want to know. If you're in the light, man, you're talking to God. He said, well, what do you mean? It's called prayer. There's too many people, I, so many people. I talk about, you know, I ask them about their prayer lives and they're like, well, it's probably not what it should be. And I'm like, why? Well, we ain't talking physics. I can't do physics. This brain can't function at that level. But I can talk and I can listen. You say, well, it's that easy? Yes, it's that easy. And God's standing there 24-7 saying, you talk to me, I'll talk to you. We'll get that book out. And the bottom line is, we'll figure things out in the light together. Amen. Amen? Christians, we should be doing that. We should be in that. Enough of the excuses. Man, turn the light on and let the light shine. Amen? My favorite one is in John chapter one, verse five. Turn, turn. I love this one. I love this one. 
the light, Jesus, shines in the darkness. I hear that all the time. Oh, things are so dark. Things are so bad. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm not going to, I'm not sure where I'm going to turn. Ooh, shumbalahala. I have no idea what that means, but I just felt like saying it at that moment. Turn the light on. Because the light, Jesus, comes into the darkness. Comes into places that you're not sure what to do. You're not sure what it's about. You're not sure how to function. You're not sure how to make these decisions. And the light comes in, in the middle of the darkness, and it really ticks the darkness off. Because the darkness, hear me now, the darkness cannot comprehend, it cannot understand the light, it cannot, because you have to understand, the darkness never defies or defines the light. The light defies and defines the darkness. When I turn that light on, all of a sudden, the darkness was done. It's that easy. You see, I got a lot of questions. Turn on the light because the preacher ain't smart enough to explain all this to you. Amen. Go ahead. I know you want to say it. The boy ain't real bright, right? You know? Turn on the light. And the coolest part is, is not only does the darkness not defy or define the light, uh, the light, the light defies and defines the darkness and the darkness, oh man, it ticks them off. Can't comprehend or conquer the light. Hallelujah. This is for every person online and here. If you feel like you're walking in the dark, turn on the light. If you feel like you're walking in darkness, you feel like, man, kind of hopeless and helpless and, and the world seems kind of dark and dank and, and uh, kind of yucky, turn on the light. You say, well, how do I do that? It's real hard. Ask Jesus Christ into the center of the darkness. Because Jesus Christ is the light. And the light cannot defy him or define him. He defies and, and, and defines it. And the bottom line is, Ain't nothing the darkness can do about it. Because the darkness can't overcome or conquer him. Please, guys, we've got to catch this one. We've got to catch this one. There are too many people who call themselves Christians and they walk around not sure. There are too many who call themselves Christians and they walk around all down in the mully grubs. I'm not sure what the mully grubs is. It's just kind of a state of depression. You know, they kind of walk around and, well, you know, I hope. 
quit hoping, step up, turn the light on and begin to walk. Because when the light comes on, you know what's going on around you. You know where you're going and you know how to get there. Please hear me. There are just too many good people, good people. And they just feel hopeless. They feel lost. They feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. Folks, you don't have to live there. You absolutely, by the power of God, can turn on that light and see everything around you. And if you keep banging your head on the wall, it ain't the light's fault. That's your fault. I'm waiting for everybody to say amen. Okay? Here's the cool part. Every person in my world is all lit up. You know why they're all lit up? Because I'm all lit up. When I'm all lit up, everybody in my world's all lit up. Now, some people choose not to be in my world, and that's cool. Because I don't want a bunch of distractions in my world. Okay? But the bottom line is, today, make a decision. Make a decision. I'm turning on the light. I'm making the light my center because I choose to know what's around me. I choose to know where I'm going and I choose to know how to get there and there ain't nothing darkness can do about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's stand. Guys, Everybody gripes about the darkness in our world. Oh, the world. Oh, the world. You know why your world is dark? Because your light ain't on. Well, preacher, that's not nice. I ain't here to be nice. If your world, the people around you are kind of hopeless and helpless and kind of walking in darkness. Turn your light on. Let them see your life. Let them see somebody worth following. Let them see that, hey man, it doesn't matter what's going on in in the world around me. The bottom line is my light's on. So I know who I am. I know who I'm following. I know what I'm supposed to be. I know what I'm supposed to do. I know where I'm supposed to go. Now let's go. If you're a Christian, that's who you are. And let me help you with something. You want to make a difference in your world? Turn the light on and go lead them and tell them about the light. If you're walking in the light, they're going to ask you about it. Amen? They're going to ask you. You act like a fruitcake, but it's, something's good. Right? You act different, but something good. That's your opportunity to say, let me tell you, that same light can be happening and shining in your light too. Today, what good was this? 
unless we turn on the light, walk out those doors and tell somebody how to turn that light on in their lives too. Amen? Send me. Send me. Wherever, to whoever, to whatever. I'm the man. I'm the woman. The light is shining. I'm leaving this place and I'm going to make a difference in the crazy world I live in. Hallelujah. Hey, thank you for watching, listening, and subscribing. Our hope is that this content will point to the person who can heal and transform your life. That person is Jesus. If you would like to learn more about him and how to become healthy in every area of your life, we would like to give you access to Right Now Media. This is the world's largest video streaming library of biblical resources and entertainment. It's completely free. We already paid this subscription for you. Scan the QR code if you're watching or find the link in the description below. Again, thank you for being here. We'll see you next time.